This is Franchise Friday, a short episode designed to talk all things franchising. As a listener of the Path to Freedom podcast, you know you want to take control of your life and create more freedom for yourself. But have you ever stopped to consider franchise ownership as an avenue for doing just that? Owning a franchise means you're in business for yourself, but not by yourself. And it can be a great way to become a first-time business owner or even for a seasoned entrepreneur to expand their portfolio and break into a new business. But where do you even start? I know firsthand how overwhelming of a process it can be to figure out which franchise companies are good, which ones might be a good fit for you, and how to go about vetting them. And that's exactly what I'll be talking about in these episodes. I'll be detailing the methodical process I use with my consulting clients to help them navigate what would typically be an overwhelming process. There's an art to finding the right franchise for you and conducting a thorough investigation, and that's what I'll be unpacking on Franchise Fridays. Thanks for tuning in. Let's drop in. We're here. Another Friday has rolled around, and you know what that means. It's time to talk some franchising. What's up, everyone, and thanks for dropping in to another episode of Franchise Friday. Hopefully, you've turned into the first three episodes. If you haven't, definitely go back and listen to those. I'm actually trying to structure this Franchise Friday series in uh, a bit of a methodical order uh, where each episode kind of builds off of the previous episode. And I'm really structuring this series around the methodical process that I use in my consulting business when I'm working with people that are interested in finding a great franchise business for them. So if you have not yet tuned in to any of the previous Franchise Friday episodes, uh, we've talked about a high-level overview of what a franchise is. We've talked about the benefits of investing in a franchise business uh, compared to starting your own business from scratch. We've talked about you know, how to go about determining whether or not the initial investment as well as the ongoing fees that you have in a franchise business uh, can be worth it and how to determine if in fact they are with a specific franchise. Uh, We've at least scratched the surface on that. We'll definitely be getting more into uh, kind of the art of investigating franchise businesses as we get further into this series. Uh, We've talked about different categories of franchise businesses, not just in terms of, you know, various industries that one could find a franchise business in, but we've talked about different categories of franchises in terms of the role of the franchise owner, structure of the business model, you know, even kind of different levels of investment ranges that would be required to get into a certain franchise. And we've talked about who could a franchise be right for, and also, who might not actually be a good fit uh, to own a franchise. So again, please go back and listen to those previous episodes if you haven't yet. And then, you know, hopefully you can tune in weekly as I come out with a new episode of Franchise Friday each week. But in this episode, I want to talk about, I guess, one of the most common questions that so many people have uh, when it comes to identifying and investigating franchise businesses, and that is, where do I start? 
<laughs> you know, and it sounds kind of like a simple question, but it's actually a great question because this can be a very, very overwhelming process. There are literally thousands and thousands of franchise businesses, and I'm actually doing air quotes as I say that because like most things in life, not all franchise businesses are created equally. But there are thousands and thousands of companies that will sell you a franchise if you're willing to buy it. And then there are also a lot of great franchise companies that will award you a franchise. They will approve you to buy a franchise if through the due diligence process, which really is a mutual evaluation, we'll get into more of that in an upcoming episode, uh, if they feel that you're a good fit for their business uh, and to represent their brand. But anyways, that's for another episode. But where to start, you know, with literally thousands of options out there. And in the last episode, I went into some detail about, you know, some things that you want to really think through and get clear on before even starting to look at specific franchise companies or before even starting to put a list of possible franchise companies together. Biggest things there, just as a quick recap from last week's episode is, you know, number one, get clear on your why. And I'm going to unpack that more in this episode. Uh, but secondly, get clear on, you know, what you envision your role as the franchise owner being. How do you want to spend your time as the owner of the business? Different franchise businesses are structured differently in terms of the expectation of the franchise owner what areas of the business they should be focusing on, what type of a time commitment is expected of the franchise owner. Uh, so these are all things that I highly, highly recommend taking into consideration before you ever even start thinking about, you know, what specific franchise companies might be of interest to you. And that's a bit counterintuitive for some people I've found. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to start with, well, you know, I love coffee, so maybe I should own a, a coffee business of some sort, like a coffee cafe or something like that. And I'm not saying that that couldn't make sense for some people, but, you know, what I've seen over the years is that for a lot of people, even though they love coffee, it doesn't mean they should be in the coffee business, right? Or insert whatever business for coffee, right? Uh, that's just the first example that that popped into my mind because you may find that, even though, yes, you love coffee and now you have a business where you get to serve coffee and it might be the most delicious coffee anyone's ever tasted, you don't enjoy what the business requires of you as the business owner. You don't enjoy how you end up having to spend your time day in, day out. It may also not be a good business simply from an economic standpoint. It may not be a business that really has much shot of making any money, right? And uh, unless you were just a diehard coffee connoisseur, I can't imagine that you would really truly want to get into the coffee business uh, as a nonprofit venture. But anyways, my point here is don't start with the widget. Don't start with, I want to be in a business that provides X, Y, or Z product or service. Get clear on what you want your role as the owner to be how you want to spend your time. And as I talked about in the last episode, 
most franchisors are not looking for franchisees that have extensive experience in whatever industry their business happens to be in. So that's something that I find jams people up a bit. They get real concerned. Well, I don't know anything about this particular uh, industry. How could I own a business in this industry? And I gave some examples. So I don't, I don't want to spend too much time recapping the previous episodes, but I did want to hit on that, number one, in case you missed the last episode. Uh, but also to kind of tee up what I want to get into some more detail about here today. So really, there's there's two things that you know I really want to encourage people to to dig deep inside themselves and get clear on before they ever start putting together a list of franchise companies. Right. So number one is yourself, your strengths, your skills. And, and what you're good at, what you're maybe not as good at, and, and what you enjoy doing and what you don't enjoy doing. You know, so I think the best way to make sure that you're going about this process in, in a methodical way and increasing the odds that you find a great franchise business for you is to really do an introspective self-evaluation. Uh, as I said, of your own strengths and challenges. And I really recommend sitting down, getting out some paper and a pen and be as objective as possible and, you know, answer some questions. And when I'm working with people through this process, I go through this process with them in detail. We usually spend hours on the phone together or on a Zoom call together going through all of this before we ever talk about a specific franchise business or even talk about specific industries, you know, that we may kind of focus on. You know, but just some examples, right? I mean, I've got worksheets that I provide to the people that I work with. And, you know, one section of a worksheet would be just list out your skills and your strengths, right? What part of your current and past jobs have you liked doing the most? You know, list out your skills and evaluate how well you perform each, right? How focused do you want to be on customer service? Uh, how much of a role do you want to play in being an active part of your community? Are you already an active part of your community? Describe the work environment that most appeals to you, right? Would you rather be in a physical location all day conducting business or would you rather be out and about? A lot of things that go into this. How do you feel about sales? How do you feel about management? And then list your challenges, right? Good way to start here is what part of your current and past jobs have you liked doing the least, right? List out some weaknesses, things that you, you'd not want to do or you would prefer to hire someone else to do in a business, right? And then most businesses are going to require employees or a team of some sort. So you need to kind of look closely at your management skill. Do you have any experience managing employees? Do you enjoy managing people? How do you feel about recruiting employees? What type of employees would you prefer, you know, to manage? Uh, and then obviously there's financial considerations, right? How much capital do you have to invest? Can you afford to do without regular income during the startup phase of your business? You know, what are your financial goals? Get clear on that right? I mean, I find a lot of people come into this and, and they don't even know like what success means in terms of, you know, a, a financial amount they would like to make each year, or how quickly they would like to get to that point. And then, you know, ask yourself questions like, how do you feel about taking the risk of becoming self-employed? 
And then, you know, I definitely got into this in the last episode when I was talking about people that may not be a good fit to own a franchise in terms of, you know, people that are not willing or able to follow a system. So this goes hand in hand with that, but I always recommend, you know, really ask yourself, are you a team player, right? I mean, franchising is all about following someone else's system. So can you picture yourself in this role executing a system that you didn't create, right? Getting along with other franchisees, getting along with the people in the home office. So, you know, once you've kind of gone through and answered these questions and done some self-reflecting, you should start to begin to see a clearer picture of, you know, what talents you can bring to a franchise business and what you would expect to receive in return from the franchisor. And before even now, once we get all of this in place, it's still not quite yet time to start looking at specific franchise opportunities or franchise businesses. I uh, talked about this already, but I want to go into more detail. You got to really get clear on why. Like, why do I want to own a business? What is business ownership going to allow me to do that, that I am not currently able to do? And, you know, again, I, I gave this example last, last episode, right? I look at this as though a business is a vehicle. Everyone's got a destination they're trying to get to. Not everyone's destination is the same. So, you know, what's the right vehicle for me may not be the right vehicle for you. So I've found it best to kind of break your why, if you will, down into three different buckets. What do you hope to achieve through business ownership professionally? That's bucket number one. Personally, that's bucket two. And then bucket three is financially. And again, I've got a worksheet that I ask people to really spend some time, you know, writing their thoughts down so that they can be clear on these things. Uh, so the worksheet that I provide has three different sections and it asks them to really just write out what they hope to achieve with all three of these buckets. As the president and CEO of your own company, what do you aspire to achieve? List it out right? By building your own business, what do you achieve? Uh, what do you aspire to achieve when it comes to financial goals? And get very, very precise here. And then finally, as a business owner, what do you look forward to most when it comes to the goals you have for quality of life? And how is that different from the quality of life that you have right now? So, this is very important. I find some people resistant a little bit to, to actually take the time to do this. You know, I, I'll get on the phone with some people and we've just met and they want me to just start throwing out, you know, random franchise companies at them. You know, hey, Wes, what's the hottest franchise out there? Hey, Wes, what, what franchise would you invest in right now? Well, that's a terrible way to start this process, honestly. Like, if you just want to look at a big list of franchise companies, Google's your best friend, right? And you'll have thousands upon thousands of franchises that you can look at and research. You'll probably also never end up finding the right franchise for you. You'll probably never even end up talking to an actual franchise company because you'll just get paralysis by analysis. You'll have information overload. You'll never even be able to, you know, start putting a short list together, right? So, 
as I'm going through this process with people, I'm, you know, having them talk to me about all of these things. I'm having them put their own thoughts on paper and, you know, through a, a pretty thorough process that, you know, usually takes, it's different for every, everyone in terms of how fast they want to move, but, you know, usually takes a week or two, right. Of me working with someone before we ever start talking about specific companies. And what I do is I take all of this information that I've learned through talking with them and that they've provided to me and I compile what I call a personal business model, right? And that personal business model never mentions specific industries. It certainly never mentions specific businesses. What it does talk about is goals, right? What is someone looking to achieve through business ownership, strengths, challenges, weaknesses, all the things that I just mentioned and, and it reiterates that. But what that then allows me to do and what someone could do on their own, although I would be remiss not to shamelessly plug my services here. They are free. Uh, you know, why try to navigate this process on your own when you could work with someone that's got lots of experience? They've invested in franchise businesses themselves. They've helped hundreds of people invest in franchise businesses. You know, why not allow someone to help guide you through this process, especially when it doesn't cost you anything other than your time. But I digress. You could follow these instructions and go about this on your own. So once you have this kind of personal business model created, use that as a guide to go out and start identifying franchise companies that have business models that strongly align with the model you've created for yourself or in my case, the model that I've helped people create. And, you know, it's my responsibility as a consultant with what I do to really know franchise companies in terms of, you know, number one, quality. Are they a, a quality franchise? I only work with about 200 franchise companies out of the thousands that are out there because I take it very seriously. If I'm going to introduce someone to a franchise and say, hey, I think based on everything I've learned about you, this could be a really interesting opportunity for you to explore. I want to make damn sure that it's a legit franchise company. They do what they say they're going to do in terms of how they support their franchisees. Uh, I want to understand who the leadership team is. I want to understand, you know, how much capital do they have behind them? Uh, and I want to even hear from the franchisees that are already in that particular business uh, and validate that the franchisor actually supports them in the way that they say they're going to. So what I'm getting at is, as I mentioned earlier, not every franchise company is created equally, right? So, you know, you first and foremost want to make sure that you're compiling a list of quality franchise companies, right? Um, but look at their business model and that can be hard to do without some, you know, kind of, uh, you know, inside information. I don't know if that's the right way to put it, but without really digging in, it's hard to kind of get some of this through Google searches, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But nonetheless, do your best if you're going at this on your own to understand a franchise company's business model and what they expect of their franchise owners in terms of their role, and then find companies that match up with the personal business model that, that you've created for yourself or that ideally you've allowed me to help you create, right? So that's really a better way to start 
versus, you know, saying, oh, I'm passionate about coffee or I'm an avid golfer. So I should, you know, start researching golf franchises. It's harder. <laughs> it, it takes a lot more uh, discipline. It takes a lot more um, thinking. It, it's the hard work to go about it the way that I'm recommending, but I can guarantee you it will get you better results. And it'll also save you a lot of time in the long run, right? You'll avoid going down a lot of rabbit holes. You know, I, I end up connecting with some people that have literally spent years researching franchise businesses on their own. And they've usually got some pretty wild stories in terms of, you know, different franchisors they talk to. And, uh, you know, there's all types of characters out there, right? So anyways, that's where I recommend starting, right? And then if you're going about this on your own, before you spend too much time investigating a franchise business, you want to first of all find out, you know, do they already have franchisees in your area? And if so, do they have any territory or any availability left in your area? Because most franchisors are structured in a, in a territory basis of some sorts. They'll all define what a territory is differently, but they're not just going to drop franchisees on top of each other and have them competing against each other. That doesn't make any sense for the franchisor. So, you know, you could end up spending your time looking at a franchise, especially if you're doing all your research online, only to find out later that it's a moot point because they've already got franchisees in your area and there's not even any territory available. So that's a good starting point once you've kind of got your list together. Uh, but the other point I would make is don't do all of your research online, <laughs> right? If you are if you're confident that a particular franchise business could be a really good fit for you following uh, all of the steps that we've just talked about, well then reach out to the franchisor and start having a conversation with a representative from their company. You know, you can find anything you want to find on the internet. We all know everything on the internet's true, right? You know, start some get a dialogue going with an actual representative from the franchise company. When I work with people through this process, I facilitate an introduction that jumps people right to the front of the line. The franchisor knows that if they've been working with me, they've been through all the steps that we just talked about. So they know that it's someone that's qualified and legitimately interested to have a conversation. So who do you think is going to get priority? the person that I introduce or, or that someone that does what I do introduces to them, right? There's plenty of great franchise consultants out there or someone that just kind of randomly filled out a form on their website. But nonetheless, don't just Google around to determine could a franchise be a good investment for you or not. You need to actually engage with the franchisor and any good franchisor is going to have a very structured, very methodical due diligence process that they would not only encourage, but they would actually require someone to go through before they would ever approve them to buy a franchise. So that's what we're going to start getting into more detail around in the next several episodes is, you know, what should that due diligence process look like? And, you know, what are some tips and tricks to going through that process the right way to make sure you're getting good information that ultimately you would need 
to make an informed, educated decision as to whether or not a franchise business could be the right fit for you and a worthwhile investment. And I'm also going to give you some advice on, you know, how to handle yourself as you go through this process. Uh, because again, as I mentioned earlier, the, the really great franchisors out there, yes, they're going to help you learn their business. They're going to help you understand the ins and outs so you can decide if it's a good fit for you, but they're also going to be looking very closely at you as you go through this process and they're going to want to feel confident that you're a good fit for them. So think of this process more as a mutual evaluation. And that's what we're going to be getting into in the next, at least probably three or four episodes. So anyways, hopefully this was helpful. Again, if this is the first Franchise Friday you've tuned into, definitely go back and listen to the previous ones and then make sure to tune in next week for the very next episode of Franchise Friday. With that, I'll let you guys go. Thanks for tuning in. Go have an amazing week. Go drop in. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for dropping in with me to this episode of Franchise Friday. I hope you learned something new. If you're interested in speaking with me about how you can start charting your own path to freedom through franchise ownership, I'd love to have a conversation. I provide a free consulting service to help people just like you identify and investigate franchise businesses that will help them create freedom in their own lives, and I'd love to help you with the same. You can visit my website at www.path the number two frdm.com or send me an email at wes at path the number two frdm.com make sure to tune in to next week's episodes of the path to freedom podcast and follow or subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform and if you know someone else that would get value from this please take a moment to share with them until next time go drop in